Need a powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens? Allicin Med is the powerful universal pathogen killer's latest advance of German-sourced Allicin, enzymatically stabilized to clear the body of bacteria, fungi, mycobacteria, and parasites. It penetrates body biofilms and is non-toxic to tissues. Pathogen resistance cannot develop for long-term body-optimized wellness. Clear stealth pathogens that promote autoimmune disease, cancer and vascular inflammation and plaque and promote healing of tissues. Now pathogen-free. With 200 milligrams more power than prior Alamed, you can't get a more powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens. Give your body what it needs. Allison Med. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutridyne at 888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. That's 1-888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. And listen to the Nutramedical Report on the Genesis Radio Network with open lines every weekday. Nutramedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together. This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. And welcome back to the Nutramedical Report. One of our favorite guests here, Rob Roselli. His boxofsunglasses.com is his website, Box of Sunglasses. And there's an interesting story behind this. Your two books that you have out right now are uh, The Un-American Genocidal Complex and Pleased to Meet You, which is kind of a takeoff of the, uh, if you want to call it the screw tape letters of uh, C.S. Lewis, but in a modern uh, situation that deals with some, how can I say this, of uh, the the scenario of the dark side and the dark, we call the intel media satanic complex running our nation and the world, and people on average are just covering the top millimeter of the news and what's really happening behind the skin of the beast system that's running our planet. Uh, you go much deeper and you explain it with these metaphors, such as the C.S. Lewis version of your book, Pleased to Meet You, and the book, The Un-American, and you show a picture of the United Nations and the Georgia Guidestone in the front of your book. Uh, these are important books to get. They can get it at Amazon.com and also on your website, boxofsunglasses.com. Um, Rob, we've done video. We will do some more probably in the next few days. Usually do it before the show or on the weekend, on a Sunday. I take the Sabbath or Saturday off. Uh, I'd like you to kind of explain what you see happening with the nation in convulsions now, literally over the national anthem and the flag, uh, people are burning their memorabilia. Uh, apparently, the sales are down about ten or eleven percent. Even some of the more popular uh, our National Football League stadia, I think they're going to take it on the chin so hard that the owners are going to have to institute the law and the rules they already have in the rule books. That they're supposed to stand for the national anthem, and I don't think it's okay, okay to even just stay in the locker room. I think that if you want to protest things like this, which are real, that if you're black, you're more likely to be shot if you're carrying a squirt gun like the man that was uh, in, a, in a car last week, and they'll take these as hard examples. But the fact is black on black and black on police violence with excessively strong weapons in places like Chicago or the no-gun zones are real. And uh, we're not dialoguing uh, openly. I, as I say, I've repeatedly provided solutions to fix this problem so the cities are safe for black, Hispanic, and white poor people in the inner city. Uh, I agree totally with the president. I think it's an obscenity 
that these athletes and now Hollywood and even the, the congressmen and senators are taking a knee in Congress, I think it's obscene to literally, you know, 3,000 miles east in Kandahar, there's Americans putting their life on the line or dying or getting limbs blown off. And 3,000 miles west, our team in Britain, when they played the Sunday game, took a knee and didn't stand for the anthem, but they stood for God, God save the Queen. I think it's pretty damn sickening to hear this kind of foolishness. What do you think? Well, you know, this, for the specific issue of the NFL, I mean, for me, and I, I've been watching, you know, the Giants, you know, Giants for probably almost 40 years, but, you know, now, now NFL for me stands for no effing longer. Uh-oh. You know, fill, fill in the blank for what the F. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, no, I, I'm, I'm done. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, this is, uh, and I, well, I, I speak for, you know, a large percentage of fans out there, but, uh, I think the NFL and their players are are not necessarily you know intellectual giants. I know one of the things that I remember back in recruiting in medical school in the early seventies. If you're involved in a traumatic sport, even if you had high IQ and had a master's degree in hard science, if you're involved in a contact sport, you never got it into a PhD program or law or medical school back then when there's so many candidates applying. When I went to medical school, there were like three thousand some applying. They all had many of the masters or PhD levels. The average medical school applying to our school, it's years of experience, was 42 years of age. I was 21 when I got into medical school with an equivalent PhD in marine genetics. And I can tell you that if you're involved in these contact sports, unless you're taking special cocktails and you've got genetic predisposition to traumatic brain injury, you're, you're not the brightest light in the, in, the, in the box. And that's why a lot of these athletes like uh, Darren Hernandez, Aaron Hernandez, that actually the, they're now suing the NFL for traumatic brain injury, I think, that the Hollywood types, the athletes, are being used as a tool. And they're doing anything to destroy the idea of America because they don't want a nation state. They don't want constitutional rights. They don't want to have free speech. They don't even want to have rights of the citizens to decide what elected officials do to them, just like in Europe, where 85% of the laws are made by bureaucrats in Brussels or in Strasbourg. And this is what the uber-left, I call the demon rats, the uber-left intel agent media billionaire whores want to do to us. That's what's going on. And people say, no, uh, there really isn't any discussion or argument here. It's just ugly facts, isn't it? Well, you know, it's just kind of funny. I mean, the inconsistency of the left. And, you know, when you trace it back, I mean, look who's, I mean, it's the prince of this world that's on top of these people, just like, the, you know, the all-seeing eye on top of the dollar bill. I mean, that's ultimately where this all streams on what people are wondering. But, you know, be that as it may. It's the same, the same the eye as the eye of Soromon. Remember that? Yeah, I, <laughs> remember the trilogy of the ring? It's the same thing, isn't it? The all-seeing eye, the omniscience of the, the cyber world they're trying to erect around us, and eventually they want to destroy currency and even allow us to hack our kids, hack into the cyber world and go play Jumanji or go into a cyber whorehouse uh, in the cyberspace. I mean, this is how weird things are getting. People don't understand. We're at the end of the road for the human race, aren't we? Uh, pretty much. Pretty much, but this, this, and this, this is just emblematic of, of the much of a much bigger picture. I think is what we're seeing. Yeah, and, and I'm an optimist. I'm an optimist, and so are you. But when I've had Mark Tanner on, and I kind of modulated his thing, he was saying at first that if you don't accept this good news about Trump and about the fact that there God brought Trump in there to do these things in the Trump prophecies, and you can already see with the eight nine months he's had now in office, this is not an easy road. Trump himself is. Being transformed, I call him Trump Inocchio, from a high-level white hat uh, royal arch mason into a Christian leader. 
by a lot of prayer and a lot of opposition, a lot of persecution and tribulation. But Americans must know that the battle now, the ugly face mask of the battle is off. So you can see the bones, the structure like the Terminator beast, you know, from the 25th century like Terminator with Arnold Schwarzenegger is off. Nobody can dispute that, the, that there really is a real intention with Pedogate and with Satanism and Bill Hillary, Rotten Clinton, the high-level witch, who's not in prison yet. It's amazing she's on a book tour. And the NFL now are taking a knee to the national anthem while their buddies are dying in Kandahar. It's just sickening, isn't it? Well, well, it is. You know, and again, we don't know exactly what they're protesting. They're, just, they're basically clueless. I guess they want to be rebellious. To no, no I, I know what they're protesting. They're protesting. And I, and, and I saw, uh, you know, I saw Han- Ohio, O'Reilly on Hannity the other night. O'Reilly is a very smart guy. He wrote all these books, and well, now he's saying Killing England and the Rise of America in his latest book. Uh, we know what they're protesting. They're not protesting something based on England or emotionality. Uh, in fact, I saw this Jewish lawyer on there in his closing opening statement when he was going to call to do a, a lecture at one major university because he's a very public figure. He said, look, if I said, hey, I'm supporting the Palestinian state, they would boo him because they're not trying to boo him for an intellectual argument. They just want to shut him down. That's why you go to universities now in America and the uber left and the Antifa people will shut you down even if you support what they do. For example, last week I saw uh, Nancy Pelosi, and she was there with the DACA kids around her. They were chanting, liar, liar, and holding up signs about 11 million. There's only 800,000, roughly, to maybe 1.2 million, but probably 800,000, 20, uh, DACA kids. And Trump had no intention of kicking anybody out except that the criminals, that are either DACA kids that commit a major felony, or criminals that are here illegally. But the other ones, he's going to give them some kind of passive citizenship. It might take 20 years. But they're going to get citizenship. But here's they're surrounding Nancy Pelosi and yelling at her and surrounding her like, oh my God, they're going to beat this woman, but she's on camera doing a live broadcast, and eventually after 30 minutes of yelling at her, she just walked out of the room. So I couldn't believe that because she met with Trump and Schumer, and they discussed things that they're collaborating on bipartisanly. These people are so nuts, they don't care whether or not there's a good argument or they're even going to get some a pathway to citizenship, they just want to be heard that they want their whole way, they want it their way, and they and they don't even want to hear that Trump is even agreeing with them. They don't want to agree that he's not a racist. They don't want to agree here that he's working with Nancy Pelosi and Schumer to make a pathway for DACA kids while he's making strong immigration so we don't have a massive flood of millions of people arriving here looking for our welfare. Because each year now they calculate out the cost of illegal immigration is $135 billion with a B per year. That's the cost of immigration, illegal immigration. $135 billion a year. You think America can afford that? Are you kidding? So, DACA kids, shut up. Support Nancy and Schumer and Donald Trump trying to make you have a path to citizenship. Just shut up. How's that? the Paris facts. Uh, I can solve literally instantly and that's why I beg people to ask tough questions. Call into the show. Be be, be brave. Uh, you know, I, I had that, that uh, song over at my other uh, show that I had recently over at RBN when we got back here at Genesis. And uh, my wife doesn't like the song from Sarah Borelli's, but I like it. I think it's, you know, I want to see you be brave. 
I want you to be brave enough to ask a question and say, look, can we protect our players so you don't have to have rules to make the game so soppy it's just flag football? Can you genetically or epigenetically screen to make sure that the person's brain's not going to get inflamed after they get bunked on the head? Give, give them better gel equipment and rulemaking simply so you don't get bad certain kinds of hits. But on the other hand, there are rules that are already standing in the books that say you have to stand for the national anthem. This is not the place to protest. If you have a problem, what those players should do is they should go to their local congress or senators. They should have a public meeting on the media and say, look, we know that if you're a black kid and you have a squirt gun, you're more likely to be shot by the police. And the problem is this. Okay, let's say you're a black or white or Hispanic police officer in Chicago. If you're in a squad car that can't take a high-caliber weapon, so the bullet will go straight to the side of the vehicle, you don't have levels of your body armor on, which, by the way, I talk to troops all the time because I've been their doctor for 40 years. And they go over to places like Kandahar and Iraq and Afghanistan. If they don't have level 3 body armor, which their relatives have to buy because the military doesn't, they give level 1 body armor, which can't stop a 22 caliber high-velocity bullet or a 9 caliber 9mm, say, hollow-headed bullet from an AK-47 or equivalent Mac 90 What you have to understand here, everything, including the issue of whether you have gangs in Chicago and so on, is solvable. It's not solvable by having... No gun zones. It's not solvable by disarming the public. It's solvable by having militia where people don't have to have a brown shirt army like the idiot Obama wants. You simply, like myself, I'm 65, I'm going to sign up to be a trauma doctor available to the sheriff if you need me. If things happen, a natural disaster or an earthquake or there's a big fires here in California, which we almost had last year, I'll be around to help. I'll have equipment, I'll have service, I'll have a trailer that I can pull down and actually help people that goes beyond the care of the local people. And if you have you know, civilian militia, let's say grandma, who can pack a handgun and goes to regular gun practice, we can even help her buy it so that she can <clears throat> literally be called by the police to come down to a district of their city or inner city, say, in Chicago, and help the police to extricate them from a big gang that's trying to take them down and kill all the cops. So, to me, the solution is to collaborate. And, again, we're a colorblind nation. We need to face that. We've gone through a lot of things from the Civil War and everything else. And, in fact, I want to clarify something really important. If the landowners, including the founders of this nation, were truly racist, they wouldn't have sex with them and intermarry them. So every black person in America, including all these elite athletes, by the way, the NFL, something like 74% are, quote, black. But if you actually check their genetics, 100% of them have white genes in them. So if they were truly racist, they wouldn't have white mamas and daddies in the past. The fact is, if truly racist groups are groups like the the Sabbatean, uh, uh, Satanistic uh, forms of, of Kabbalistic Jews, the native peoples, they're truly racist, and the, uh, and the uh, extreme Muslims, say in Saudi Arabia, where they have six times the genetic disorders because there's so much inbreeding, you have to have special clinics in Riyadh and in Bahrain and, ba and Qatar because there's so much genetic inbreeding, they're all marrying their second cousin twice removed. So people need to start understanding that America is not and has never been truly racist. Now, they have used sectarian capitalism to use people, whether it's the native people or Irish. The Irish were treated as bad or worse than any blacks or anybody else. And when you look at the, at the wars in New York City and so on, if you don't understand the, the, the people came from famine in Ireland were used like dogs in America. So I want people to clarify the fact we need to fix the inner city, but we need to be colorblind. They're my black brothers and sisters and Hispanic brothers and sisters and Mongolian, whatever, it doesn't matter to me what their skin color is. I don't even care what their religion is except Islam, which is dangerous and invasive. It's like a cancer. It's like 
metastatic geopolitical disease. And we need to extricate these people. If they want to know about Jesus, he doesn't come back as Isa and behead Christians if they won't turn to Islam. And we talk about this. That's why when we have Bill Warner on, Tennessee State University professor, it's not okay to have 10.5 million Muslims of 20% believe that blowing up bombs in U.S. cities is okay, or 50% plus believe in Sharia law. It's not okay. It's not okay for the NFL to take a knee. It's not okay for Hollywood stars or political uh, officials like in the, in the Democratic Party taking a knee in Congress. It's not okay to disrespect the flag and the Constitution that we've built with a lot of blood, sweat, and what I call stupid actions in the past, but we've learned. That's why America is a very special nation. We are the only nation on earth that literally honors God giving us the rights, not from the government. And we need to be colorblind on that, and we need to talk solutions now. Now that Trump has opened this can of worms up, let's talk solutions. Let's fix it. So we'll arm the public. We'll have civilian militia. We'll have the police with better equipment now, which Trump started a few weeks ago, so months ago, that they can buy good equipment so they get level 3 body armor. I'll help pay for it. If you and police are in a city or a place where you don't have level 3 body armor, why would you go into a kill zone, which is what we talk about in the Vietnam and other wars, unless you have proper protection? I mean, your, your comments, Rob, because to me, this is not... The left always tries to tell you that there's no solution when there is not a problem on this, this God-given earth that I cannot provide you an immediate logical solution or a pathway to find one. It's they don't want you to think there's one. And they want to curse you and say... This is because you're just whitey, and now they're using the term over and over again. If you're white, you're automatically a white supremacist. And I can tell you, in my bloodlines, I have got, <laughs> and even my my wife, we've got every nationality and every genetic group on earth in our bloodline. I got in my own bloodline, Jew, Hebrew, Arab, Christian, Mongolian. I got everything. And my wife even has, you know, ancestors that are black. So when people say these kind of things, I just want to vomit. I'm thinking. Uh, really, you think there's a genetically pure group of people, including the people in Israel that call themselves the Jews? Not. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Well, uh, uh, I don't know where to begin there, but look, look it's just, just as far as I mean, you mentioned genetics and all this sort of thing, you know, let's, let's, let's just look at this. Look at it from this perspective with this, these NFL protests, okay, you know, ironically. Um, but, but, but they're all being used as tools. I mean, the real these people aren't thinking. They're like animals being herded. <laughs> and these four, these these players, some of them are actually sad because they know they're just killing a black kids and so on. But it's black on black violence primarily. It's black on police violence, whether you're black, white, whatever. A lot of these cops that are dying are black cops working in places like Chicago and other cities. And it's not white supremacist police officers shooting black kids because they're carrying a squirt gun. They can think the kid has got a weapon and he's going to kill them. That's why. Yeah. Well, look, that, that's that's one aspect of it. What I was, what I was getting at is Darwin, Darwinism spurned something called, in this nation, the United States, something called eugenics, which means good genes, which basically means what Darwin and the, and the predecessors of our so-called, you know, progressive left in this nation were really saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. The blacks, they were, they were a lower class of human, uh, and they weren't part of the so-called good genes. And out of that, you know, out of that whole movement, you got, you know, Margaret Sanger, <clears throat> Charles Davenport, Adolf Hitler, and this is all fully documented in my book, The American Genocidal Complex. But let's just talk about, you know, Margaret Sanger's Negro Project, which we know today is Planned Parenthood. Yeah, I know, Planned. I, know. I, call, I, it, I call it James to Planned Unparenthood, so please continue. 
Land on Parenthood. Uh-oh, bumper music. We're up against the hard bump, and we'll be back in a few minutes. We'll talk about this amazing array of, that's why they want to get rid of the statues and the history, because the demon rats, the Democrats, are the purveyors of eugenics, aren't they? Same characters involved. My gosh, what a script. Back in a moment. If you're and we're back with Rob Roselli. The website is boxofsunglasses.com. Boxofsunglasses.com. The two books that I recommend are The Un-American Genocidal Complex. And you have to understand, it's interesting you show the picture in the front of the United Nations building. It was built on the slaughterhouse grounds in New York City, which is very apropos. And if you look at the Georgia Guidestones, the actual tenants on it are the tenants of the Council on Foreign Relations, published in the fall of 1993 in their journal Foreign Affairs. You have to watch the World Watch Institute that publishes every year exactly what their plans are. If you look a year and a half ago, the meeting in the early summer uh, with Barack Obama and 72 world leaders and the Pope, they agreed to carbon credits, population reduction, and a number of horrific things that's right in your face. So you don't have to say, I want to spit on, let's say, Dr. Deagle, because he's saying all these horrible things that can't be true, can it? Or Rob Brazelli or anybody else is a truth teller. You have to just read. Read and weep and realize that if we just took action and realized there are solutions, these maniacs can't get away with it. That's why I'm really proud that the Broncos are going to stand and one of the senior stars is going to stand. And I'm proud that our president actually has the guts to say, you know, if we don't have a nation with borders, if we don't have an immigration policy that hasn't been done in four decades, since the early 80s, if we don't have the rules to try to bring in the DACA kids, which closes off the border too, so we don't, as Trump says, throw away these kids. And if you look at all the parties that are involved in this mess, I mean, you go through a long list in your book uh, that explains just how bad it is. And it's inaction, it's apathy, and it's just plain malignant, purposeful stupidity because people know better. They do know better that you have to stand for the Constitution straight in the rule book for the NFL. It's amazing they don't inform their own rules and they say they're afraid of their players. Why? Do they think they're going to be beaten up or sued? The owners of these teams need to smarten up or they're going to take it financially a really hard pummeling, aren't they? Well, you know, again, just getting back to what we were talking about before the break, I mean, you know, Everybody's concerned about racism and all this sort of thing, but nobody. And what it means to me, even so-called conservative Fox News, nobody should come up and ask a simple question. What about the abortion industry? <clears throat> okay, which specifically uh, was started to, to target uh, black people. But, but, but right. let's, just, let's just cut the crap. Yeah, let's exactly. just get right to it. Okay, Martin right, right. Sanger. All right, Charles Darwin and Charles Davenport and that's the American Jones crowd. I mean, they they were okay with just. Um, they're euthanizing these people after they were born, sterilizing them, institutionalizing them, and sanitariums. You know, they asked these things did exist in this country. Because, again, this is where Adolf Hitler got a lot of his ideas. But Margaret but, oh, yeah, it actually was exported from America to Adolf Hitler. It didn't originate yeah. in Nazi Germany and the Reich. It originated in America. They were going around with swing ice cream trucks, lobotomizing people. They're going around purposely sterilizing people with underintelligence and Down syndrome and, and fragile X syndrome and any form of genetic or developmental or postpartum uh, deficiency in mental intelligence. They were sterilizing them. And in Nazi Germany, before the first Jew uh, uh, you know, uh, 
Gypsy or anybody else was killed, they killed 285,000 disabled people that had low IQs. You need to understand that in places like Norway, with you know, it's the proper implementation of socialism and totalitarianism is why in Norway there's not one Down syndrome individual born in 10 years. And it's not surprising that Nazi Germany, years before Nazi Germany and the rise of the Reich, they were separating children that were disabled or people with disabilities or middle-aged and adults so that the, the little villages looked perfect like a little Swiss village. But in actual fact, that was exported from America. We even had Nazis with the Nazi armbands and everything on, on their arms in America, and it all kind of was hush-hush. But the fact is that the KKK were the primary supporters of the Democrats. They weren't supporters of the Republicans. People need to know that, don't they? Oh, yeah, look, there's, okay, that the institutions, darling of the, the, the progressive left, so-called, okay, known as, you know, was known as the Negro Project, we know today as Planned Parenthood, and then Margaret right. Sanger comes along, okay, and, and you know, just, you, you know, whatever, sterilizing people, whatever, the bottomizing, whatever was going on, she wasn't good enough, good enough for her, and basically what she said is, you know, why, why spend money, you know, why waste time and money on these people, i.e., uh, you know, less than intelligent by their standards, and uh, blacks. Okay, you know, let's just kill them, uh, and let's just kill them before they're born. And that's, right. and that's basically that's that's you know that's a summary of Margaret Sanger. And, and by the way, she's still a hero with uh, Hillary Clinton in the third debate, stomping oh, around yeah, the lectern yeah. and smirking and looking very arrogant. And you can see the blood drain from the face of Donald Trump. No matter what he was previously, he was in a state of apoplectic shock that even 93% of abortions to do first trimester abortions wouldn't do what she says to insert scissors in the back of the head of these babies even if they're normal and suck their brains out and collapse their skulls and kill them before they go through the birth canal like it's some kind of magic thing like the magic arches it's disgusting and she's an evil monster but the fact is that she's not put in jail because people like Comey and the other swamp monsters and by the way I was surprised that Trump did this with we call swamp monster uh, you know, uh, you know, Doctor Strange, I call him, <laughs> Luther Strange, the seven foot giant, because we know this guy's been a lobbyist for twenty years. He was doing a favor for Vince for McConnell, because remember he he appointed his wife Chow to one of his committees to say, now if I appoint your wife, you got to help me with my agenda. But he stabbed him in the back when he said, well, I think that Trump's. Uh, requests are excessive this is after they failed multiple times after 65 positive votes in the congress and senate to get rid of obamacare and mcconnell didn't want to do it because he's a swamp monster and his swamp monster buddy dr strange i call him Luther strange didn't get in because we knew the real candidate that would support trump and trump would support him is uh you know judge moore you know, people need to start getting the program here, and I'm hoping that Donald Trump will learn a lesson from this. Don't play with swamp monsters or their buddies. Yeah, you know, look, you know, just what Hillary Clinton. So let me just let me just rephrase that, okay, in, in, in simple terms, okay. The abortion, yeah. the abortion movement in this nation was started as an outgrowth of of eugenics, which started from you know Darwin's great theory of evolution, which right. rated people based on their so-called intelligence. And at the bottom of Darwin's rating system were, you know, Aborigines, Sub-Saharan Africans, black people, okay? Right. So Sanger takes that mentality and she applies it, you know, to the American eugenic movement, which again gave rise to Adolf Hitler, as we just discussed, and she invents something called, you know, the American Birth Control League, uh, 
Um, now, when it became obvious that they were in cahoots with Hitler, I mean, she had to change the name, you know, for publicity purposes, not because she felt bad that she was killing millions of black babies, but with bad publicity, so she changes to Planned Parenthood. So now you got, you know, you got sub Queen Jezebel, you know, lower than Queen Jezebel, Hillary running around, you know, attacking Trump for being a racist, for you know, criticizing, you know, the NFL. And this woman collects the Margaret Sanger Award, okay, and all these, all these idiots in the NFL. Um, you need to sit down and consider what they're, you know, what they're really protesting up here because they're, yeah. <clears throat> uh, they're unborn brethren are literally being slaughtered. Uh, well, so if you're black, if you're white, exactly. If you're if you're if you're if you're black in utero, you're seven times more likely to be aborted by a black, white, Hispanic, or Asian doctor, male or female, that's going to abort you. So the very fact that they're doing this is an abomination. The fact that they can win two point five million, I think it's important for them to have a dialogue outside of the stadium. And have a dialogue with politicians and then maybe even volunteer to say, look, I'm going to go in and I'm going to get a training in a gun and I'm going to get my buddies to, to make sure that we get guns and material to the police officers and we're going to try to arrange to make sure we get retraining of people who are ex-vets so they can be militia for the sheriff, not for a separate brown shirts like Obama tried to get, a separate military force, which I think is crazy. It's like the brown shirts of, of you know, Nazi Italy. Uh, we need to have a situation where it's safe for a kid to go to school or to go to the shopping center so he doesn't get shot or have to join a gang. That's easy to solve. Easy sneezy. Grab the criminals with their guns, uh, arm the public, make sure that they can work with the police. The police can press a, a kind of alert button, hey, I need you. They can see GPS coordinates like a yellow alert come on their iPhone, say, hey, you got to collect at such and such a location. We have a serious problem. The police are surrounded. They can't get out. They're going to be killed. And the police would know that they've got their local citizens supporting them. They have proper equipment. They've got proper supplies. They have black and Hispanic and other people from the community actually there to help them so they can survive and actually go to these kill zones and try to rescue people so that mama can go to the grocery store without being shot, her car being hit, or you know her kids being attacked on the way to school or on the way to university or technical school. It's disgusting. And it's easily solvable. So don't take a knee. Take your athletic butt to Congress and Senate and on media and support with all your big finances guns to your fellow black people and training in the community so they can be a civilian militia to protect the roadways and the walkways in your community, to the grocery store, the schools, and the churches. That's what I think. Want revenge? is boxofsunglasses.com. The two books are The Un-Americans Genocidal Complex and Pleased to Meet You. These are relatively short books, so you don't strain their hours, but if they read it, they're going to get a change in their worldview. And when you realize that there's number one solutions, that we are a nation that should feel that we're already colorblind, we don't want to have a, the amplification of the dialectic of what we call the balkanization of different groups. What Trump is trying to do is repair the damage done by Obama, who in a sense, created uh, what's called identity politics. Everybody was a tribal group. Everybody had to have their tribal group satisfied. And 
This is what, by the way, is destroying the, the Democratic Party because rather than trying to satisfy all the, the tribal groups, they should be bringing us together to solve the problems together, whether it's the inner city or the economy or closing our borders or deciding what we're going to do internationally to protect ourselves and our allies from incoming missiles from North Korea or the proliferation of nuclear, biological, and chemical weapons. Uh, I mean, people don't grasp this. You know, you have some guy that's, that says his morning prayers, puts his mat toward the east, in Chicago, takes a vial of lyophilized bioweapons that he's gotten from Iran or from Syria, and decides to stay times today to release the bioweapons in the air systems, the underground, uh, you know, uh, you know the uh, the uh, underground trains in Chicago or in New York. People don't grasp that these days of terror are coming. Where you get some guy arrives in you know Harry Airport and they've got a radio bomb or the biological weapon, or they decide to take off a medical waste bomb. I worked with the FBI and CDC on war game simulation on Operation Top-Off and Dark Winter on Reserve Admiral Hughes, and I can tell you, I could not tell whether our officials were either evil or stupid because they certainly weren't preparing us for anything. And we are vulnerable. We are so vulnerable to EMP attack, to missile attack, to biological weapons attack. We have 10,000 Muslim groups in America and we have all this balkanization, so you can't even be a conservative and start a dialogue in the university now. And if you're a prominent uh, politician or lawyer, I saw one lawyer who was actually on Fox, and he said he can't go to these places because he has to give eight weeks' notice and they have to spend a fortune in security so he can talk. Isn't that crazy? They have to spend a fortune so he can talk. Well, you know, look, again, it's emblematic of what's happening. It's an Orwellian nightmare of what this nation's turning into. It's all about control. It's not about compassion or helping people. You know, right. like, like I said at the top, I mean, the devil is ultimately in charge of all this. You know, it's on, it's on the back of our dollar bill. It's everywhere. But these people are so stupid. Um, I, and look, I, I can't believe people are this stupid. And I've said it before. People are just stupid on their own. Okay, there has to be yeah, something but, 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 but it's a different kind of stupidity. Let me kind of characterize it and want to get your feedback on this. Uh, there's what we call stupidity where you can't really parse the situation and figure out what's going on. But most people have some kind of gut feeling, even if they haven't spent the time to analyze it, that what their position is is wrong. I'm sure there's NFL players that are taking the knee because their buddies are doing it, but they haven't thought it through fully, and they realize there's something not quite right with doing this. Many of them have had buddies or friends or people in their community that have died or relatives. They're in the military, and they're disrespecting the fact that they're, the, the flag draped over and the anthem played at their funeral means that they died for all of us to have freedom. And the fact these athletes are doing it, they must have a kind of a cringe in their stomach that it's not right. It's not even in the rule book. So I call it, I don't call it regular stupidity where you just are dumb. You just don't, you can't figure it out. I call it contrived or, or, or pseudo stupidity where they really don't want to know or don't want to pretend, they want to pretend that they really haven't figured it out. When in actual fact, Many of the people involved are going to figure it out, especially when the, the captains and the heads of these teams and the owners decide, oh, my gosh, we've lost 10% of our revenue and our sponsors are leaving. Uh, you know, things are going to get night, night, crazy here. Um, I, I don't think people kind of grasp this, do they? No. No, they don't, they don't, they don't grasp what's going on. But, again, what, what I'm saying is that uh, when I say there's no way people are just stupid by themselves, it's, I just I find it logically impossible to believe. Now, you know, my example again is like, let's say these evolutionary biologists, you know, Richard Dawkins and these kinds of people. Okay, look, the guy's IQ is probably much higher than mine. That's great, you know. Well, who are you talking about? Who, who, who are you talking I'm, about? I'm just I'm just trying to make a point here. Well, wait, which uh, guy are you referring to that's got a higher IQ? The IQ is. I'm just. I'm, uh, what's that? 
Which guy are you thinking of as a higher IQ? See, IQ I'm measures the ability to do puzzles and tests. It doesn't mean a polydimensional ability to be a, a decent, well-thinking human being that takes all factors into play. That's not measured by a typical IQ test. And the problem is we have indecent people who are running things over the cliff, societally-wise. And they don't care if there's massive death or destruction. I remember listening to the movie The Big Short a few years ago with the, both the 2008 crash. And they've made a very important statement for every... 1% increase in the unemployment rate, 40,000 people die. So these things that are stalling uh, Donald Trump on the health care issue, which raised our premiums a massive amount just last week, and the issues of not getting the, the tax reform. If we don't get this tax reform in, we're heading toward a 1929-style crash, probably as early as this month. Things are going to get really ugly real fast, and it's going to be our fault for letting these politicians like McConnell and Mick Insane and other ones on both parties, Democrats and Republicans, get away with this crap. And the players literally disrespecting America and saying, hey, there's, there's no solution. We can't have a solution for decades. The solution is staring them right in the eyeballs. It's easy to fix this, isn't it? Yeah. Easy. I mean, you, know, you know, look, you know, again, all I'm trying to say is, and this goes for a lot of people, okay? there's different kinds of intelligence, and you know, I'm not saying I'm the brightest guy in the world, but what I'm saying is for somebody to, for example, okay, for somebody to call themselves a, a scientist and hang on to this, this theory of evolution, which is really, really also good. No, no, it's not. They're, they're scientistic. They're not scientists. Uh, no, you think a spontaneous genetic evolution can occur with genetic mutations, and so on, you're a moron. Now, they, you do code for new DNA and epigenetically code for new DNA every experience you expose an animal to but the idea that biology just spontaneously came out of nowhere is ridiculous and you want to talk about punctuated recreation you could support that but it requires the super intelligent creator god to reach in and actually recreate organisms by punctuated recreation but certainly the idea of I call evolution evil hyphen y-l-u-t-i-o-n doesn't occur now you can see devolution we see devolution of economic systems genetic systems and the degradation of human biology, there's been a 59% drop in human sperm counts from 1973 to 2011. Within 20 years, human beings won't be able to reproduce except with uh, a fertility augmentation, like, you know, concentrating sperm so and, in, and, and, and creating embryos and then putting the embryo inside a woman. That's how bad things are going to get within a generation because of the toxic things in our environment. But do we face it with genetically modified food, fluoridated water, mineral depletion of the toxic scale of radiation around us from Wi-Fi networks and cell phones and the feminization of the male population? No, of course not. And you think the doctors know anything about it? They pretend they do. Like all these people that claim to be geniuses, that's why you'll not see anybody of any substance try to call into my show and ever challenge me. Because you know why? I will do a very painful and disgusting intellectual vivisection on air live without anesthetic. I'm the dirty hairy of wellness, geopolitics, spirituality, whatever. I don't play games. Period. And if you think there's anybody tougher than me anywhere on this or any other network, you're wrong. That's just not the case. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, and, 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 and your books are very hard hitting. I mean, you hit them right in the punch them in the stomach to say, you know, your nation is not the greatest nation on earth unless you start acting like it. And in fact, it'll soon go away. If we allow things like the destruction of the anthem and the and the flag and so on, if we allow the borders to be open, America will balloon in the next 30 years to be a Muslim nation. It's going to happen in Europe probably within 5 to 10 years. It'll become a nation of ghettos where it'll be no-go zones where they don't speak English. 
it'll be a place of extreme violence where if you want to go anywhere, you're going to have to have some kind of special cyber drones protecting or cyborgs or a, a battle fleet of something around you just so you can survive traveling from one part of the country to another. People don't see this coming, do they? No. No, they don't. The whole thing is a setup. Okay, and we're being distracted with games and stupidity and nonsense. This is really, I guess, the overall point here in the last well, couple of minutes. But, you know, but again, what I'm saying is people cannot, I find it logically impossible to believe that this many people can be this stupid on their own. They're not. They're, not. they're pretending to be. It's, it's fake stupidity. They're not really stupid. They are faking it because it's like I call it the Bengal tiger effect. You're in a, in a tent, a grass hut. The Bengal tiger's outside. It can smell your flesh. And you and your sister wrap yourself in blankets and towels in the corner of the tent, hoping that now that it's dark, and the tiger can still smell you and just break through the tent, eat you alive in one, boop, boop, you're gone. And yet you think because it's dark, the tiger's not going to eat you. And that's the logic of these people, the feigning stupidity in the face of the tiger of geopolitical satanic reality. Nasty, isn't it? Yep. Your books are important. The genocide, the un-American genocidal complex, and pleased to meet you. Get them at boxofsunglasses.com. I think you can also get them on Amazon. And where else, uh, Rob? Well, you know, I think on your site, playingiron.com, but I, I, I always use PDF. I get those over to you. But, um, you know, I take care. We'll, take care. We'll be back tomorrow with the firing line. Well, imagine a pill that can improve your focus, your memory, your sleep. A catalyst to improve your brain chemistry. Dr. Bill's Cognition Plus is truly the smarter-in-an-hour pill. A combination of amino acids, trace minerals, and B vitamins, Cognition Plus is made with specialized herbal extracts that will enhance and support brain function. Our customers say, I feel more focused. My memory's getting better. I can work longer with more useful hours. Power up your neurotransmitters that have been depleted, like dopamine and norepinephrine. Stimulate the release of others, like serotonin and oxytocin. Improve circulation and energy production. Protect your mind and your loved ones today. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Cognition Plus at 888-212-8871 or go online to NutriMedical.com. That's 888-212-8871 or NutriMedical.com. And listen to the NutriMedical Report on the Genesis Radio Network with open lines every weekday. NutriMedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together.